You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking sideways. I don't understand. Stories of things we simply don't know the answer to. August 2007, a severed foot in a running shoe washes up uh, on the hey, shore. Wait, of a... wait, wait. Uh, don't you want to go through the whole hi there? This is thinking sideways. No. No? Yes. Uh, okay, He's... fine. All right, fine. Hurry, okay. Huh? Hi, everyone. This is Thinking Sideways, the podcast. I'm Devin, joined as always by Steve and Joe. See, that was easy. It was fast. Yeah, yeah. We didn't really need it, did we? Why are you talking so fast? I don't know. Yeah. You had a lot of sugar today. This story just kind of excites me. Ah. Uh... And I think I'm excited because Joe always kind of solves mysteries, mm-hmm. but I think oh. we can actually solve this one. Oh, Ooh. cool. Like, okay. truly. Really? So I'm just, like, ready to go. All right, cool. All right, let's have let's it. Let's do it. Okay. What are we, what are we doing here? Give us the facts. We're doing the severed feet of the Salish Sea. Ah, Ooh. so the mystery is afoot. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> It is a foot. All right. All right. So, ready? Yeah. I'm going to go back into it. All right. Okay. August 2007, a severed foot in a running shoe washes up on the shore of a beach in Canada. Since then, 12 more feet have been found. The likelihood of finding two feet in a situation is estimated at one in one million. Which who, is crazy. Uh, who calculated those odds? I, how exactly do you calculate those odds? I don't odds? know how you calculate those odds. I think it's uh, the wind pattern and the stars and everything aligns. The ocean mm-hmm. patterns. Ocean just, patterns. You probably just go to the, the there's a webpage, I'm, I have no doubt. I've never seen it. But there's I think no you doubt. go to madeupstatistics.com. Yeah, you could go to that one. Now, I yeah. think there's probably a webpage just devoted to severed feet somewhere on the World Wide <laughs> Web. You, know? you go out there and you download all, all the numbers, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, so four of the feet have been identified as belonging to two people, two separate people. Um, but the rest of them belong to persons unknown. And the reasons for these severed feet washing up has not been discovered. So the, uh, the, they were actually identifiably associated with named persons? Two these, of them, yeah. Two, two of these, these cases? Two, oh, well, I'm sorry, four of the feet, so two of the people. Yeah. Okay. And so what were the circumstances under which these people drowned or were we going to we'll get into that okay yeah okay so we're going to go for this one i think it's probably best to just go foot by foot (laughs) (laughs) there's so many puns in this episode i'm so sorry oh wow we're just going to go like one foot in front of the other (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know the journey of a thousand miles and all that (laughs) all right so the first foot was found by a girl who was visiting uh, Canada from the state of Washington on August 20th, 2007. She was walking along the beach and she saw this athletic shoe and it had a sock in it. And she thought, I know, I'll look in that sock. Ew, gross. I don't know why she thought that. She regretted it, didn't she? She did. She was like, oh, maybe there's some sand in here. Cool. I guess. I don't know what in your brain, like you go, I don't, I don't know why. No, I see, I, you know, I see a, a shoe on the beach. I just automatically assume that's a severed limb of some sort in there, and I well, that's and because I don't you're horrible. Anywhere near it. Yeah, there's yeah. That. So she opened up the sock, and there was a foot. 
in there. Well, no, there's probably like a like an ankle. Yeah, it was. You're right. It was, yeah. she saw an ankle, and she, you know, and was like, oh, well, there's put two and two together, and assumed there was a foot a in the foot. shoe. Yeah, right, and but, you know, eventually it was extracted, and fine, whatever. Mm. Um, so they figured out it was a human foot. They figured out it was a human foot. I hope so. Uh, belonging to a man, in the shoe was a twelve. About a twelve size twelve. Yeah. Okay. Um, what what it, was the make of the shoe? Well, it was um, a kind of shoe that was produced in two thousand three only, and mainly distributed in India. So it wasn't a major brand. Mm, no. Okay. I I thought that the first one that they found was a, a like a, a recognizable like Nike or Adidas or something. That, yeah, that it was Adidas. Yeah, I thought that too. But as I got further into the research, it didn't actually mention that. Oh, okay. At all. Okay, it must be. It, well, there's there's so many feet that it's hard to keep them straight. Yeah. So, and that one's a little bit of an anomaly because it does initially it says that of an Adidas size twelve, but then it goes on to say that it was just a random kind of shoe. Okay. So I don't totally know, and maybe other people can suss out more information. Okay. Okay. In my research. It wasn't. Yeah, I yeah I I wasn't positive either. That's why I, yeah. I asked. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we've got this size twelve shoe. So one foot. Yep. Okay. The second foot was found on August twenty sixth, two thousand seven, which is six days later. In the grand scheme of things, that's a pretty close time. Frame. Yeah, that really is. Mm-hmm. Um, in two thousand seven, so just six days later. This time, it was discovered by a couple. Um, it was also the foot of a man. It was waterlogged, and it had signs of being brought to shore by an animal instead of, um, like natural currents, currents or, or tides like or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brought um, to shore by what kind of animal? That's a good question. I don't know. I would guess it was on the beach. Who do you see running around on the, on the beach all the time that picks up shoes? Dogs. Mm. Probably a dog. Maybe a dog or like yeah. a seal or something. Yeah, it could have been a seal or yeah. something. Yeah. But... A dolphin. <laughs> Definitely no. not a dolphin. Probably not a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it um, flipper? So this kind of shoe that they found on this foot had been discontinued in 2004. Okay. The third foot was found on February 8th, 2008. It was also a man's foot, um, also wearing a sneaker and a sock. This kind of shoe was sold in Canada and the U.S. between February 1st and June 30th of 2003. Okay. These, don't worry. These dates will become important in a minute. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just, oh. as I'm running here, I'm like, okay, most of these shoes are about three or four years mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. At, at, when they're found. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the fourth foot was found on May 22nd, 2008. It, it was a sock and a sneaker. This time the foot belonged to a woman, however. Oh. Um, the sneaker she was wearing had been manufactured only in 1999. Okay. So even older. So even older. Okay, this is getting weirder. Okay. So the fifth foot was found on June 6th, 2008. Um, it was floating in the water. It wasn't on the land. Because I guess at this point people are looking for feet. And you know, okay, you know? okay. I, I, I want to say something about that because mm-hmm. that was one of the funny things that I found when I was doing the research is somebody said, well... It's crazy that we're finding all of these severed feet, but people are aware of it because the media's got a hold of it. So now every time a person sees a shoe floating in the water, they wade out and grab it to see if it's got a foot in it. Mm-hmm. So Not something I would necessarily do. I wouldn't either, but I think, you know, it's kind of the... When you don't know that all these feet are being found on the beach kind of where you are... You think, oh, a sneaker. Yeah, you just, oh, yeah, a it's a piece of trash. You yeah, ignore it. Yeah, I, I, I probably walked past several severed feet in my lifetime and maybe, I didn't realize you, it. Maybe. You don't know. So this foot 
through DNA testing was found to be the left foot of the third foot that was found. So the third foot was a right foot. Mm. So they were a matching pair. There was a matching pair. Okay. Yeah. Uh, There's another joke in there. <laughs> somewhere. The, so the sixth foot was found on August 1st, 2008, um, and it was covered in seaweed. So again, this kind of goes back to the, like, people are kind of actively looking for feet at the Yeah. Point. You see a sneaker covered in sne- seaweed, and you're like, oh, awesome, another foot. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Another severed, yeah, yeah. Another severed foot. You know, there were probably more, too, because imagine the number of people that, that didn't turn them into the authorities and instead Just took them home. Them. Yeah, for souvenirs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's really Ew. disturbing. That's really horrible. disturbing. <laughs> that's awful. Never offer to show me your sneaker collection, please. Oh, Ew. actually, let me get it. No. No. Uh, so this one was a size 11. It was a right foot. Um, and it was in a large black top shoe. I've seen pictures of this. It's also a sneaker. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, like the Air Jordans or whatever. Okay. Of. So but it's, it's, it's more of a brand. high top kind yeah. of. Okay. Yeah. And it contained bones and human flesh. And this one was found in Washington State in the United States. Mm-hmm. Not Canada. This is the one on August 1st. 2008. Yes. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. So this is the first time they've crossed the border. Mm-hmm. It's a long walk. <laughs> this show is the punniest. <laughs> uh, sorry, I can't help myself. Okay. So the seventh foot was found on November 11th, 2008. It was also found floating. It was also a woman's foot. And via D- DNA testing, it was found to be the mate of that fourth foot, the woman's foot. The first that we found. foot that was a woman. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the eighth foot was found on October 8th, 2009, inside a running shoe. The ninth foot was found on August 27th, 2010, also in Washington State. And somehow it was determined that the foot had been in water for two months. Mm. It'd been floating around for two months in the how water. How do you figure out a, a, a foot's been in water for... maybe it's like how much water log, how waterlogged it is, how much yeah, how decomposition. De- how, or... Yeah, decomposition yeah. and stuff like that, or okay. the, the amount of nibbling by fishies. But So they, they actually made a determination for the ninth foot, but they hadn't done it for any of the previous right. feet? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. That's this is. I'm the gonna weird guess one. it's the age. Maybe it's so it's mm. getting a little. This one also is a little weird because um, size wise, they suggest this foot was um, either like a small-footed woman or a juvenile, and it was it was just a foot. It wasn't found with a sneaker. Hmm. Oh, so this was a a bare foot just mm-hmm. floating along, mm-hmm. and this is found Arr. floating in the water or on the beach. Uh, it was on the beach, I believe. Yeah. Hmm. But it had been in the water previously. Um, Because we'll get into this, but feet by themselves don't float very well. Exactly. They they float a lot better when they have fluffy little tennis shoes attached to them. Yeah, absolutely. So they sent this foot out for DNA testing and the tests were inconclusive. Um, The 10th foot was found on December 5th, 2010, also in Washington... But in, like, Tacoma. That's quite a ways which south. Which is really south That's, compared to yeah. where they've been finding most of these feet. For, for anybody who doesn't know, so we, we're, we're right on the border of the state of Washington and Canada. And that's where Seattle is, essentially. Mm-hmm. And the, and these things are all happening right in that area. That's where Seattle and like Vancouver, BC are. Yes. Kind of pretty and, close. And yeah. then to go to Tacoma, that's, that's an hour-plus drive in a South. car at yeah. freeway speed. So we're looking at 60-plus, mm-hmm. 70-plus yeah. miles farther south. Yeah. That's quite a distance. Yeah. Which makes me suspect that that one's a copycat. 
Maybe. It may be. It totally may be. Somebody just thought, I'm going to get my foot in the news. <laughs> get a foot in the door? Yeah. Ah. Okay. I'm funnier than I thought. Um, so that foot was also very small. Um, it was found in a hiking boot. Uh, and it was a boy size six, so either like a juvenile or a small adult. To give you two size reference, that's the size that my foot is. Okay. Your foot. People right. that are not in the studio. You probably well, wear, I would say you wear a men's six or seven. Yeah. I wear a women's six or seven, which is a boy's six. Okay, well, obviously, I don't buy small <laughs> shoes yeah, that size. Which that is often. a men's like four. Okay. Anyway, a picture of never uh, mind. Picture mind. of Devin's foot will be posted on the website. The <laughs> so that'll be good reference. Yes. The eleventh foot was then discovered on August thirtieth, two thousand eleven. So we're getting to like fairly recent stuff. Yeah, this here. is now what four years this has been happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Wow, this that this that this one had a bonus. Yeah, it did have a bonus. It the bonus ha was a leg bonus. bone. Yeah. <sighs> um, and it was found to be uh, floating in a marina. So this one's, you know, again, kind of an anomaly in Mm -hmm. this pattern. The 12th foot was found November 4th, 2011. It, however, was identified as belonging to a local fisherman to the area where this was found that had um, disappeared in 1987. Uh, And and where was that found? Yeah. It was found in a lake nearby the sea. Oh, and like, so this one is like... It's a, to- a total anomaly. Yeah, this is not really... Mm-hmm. A, it was know. in a lake? But they lump it in, yeah. yeah. So the lake and the river and the everything, it's close. Okay. It's close. All right, I'm yeah. ruling that one out of the list, but okay. I, yeah, that yeah. one should be tossed off. Yeah, yeah, I agree, but 13 was found attached to a leg bone in a plastic bag in Seattle, Washington, floating under a bridge. Yeah. Dexter style. Dexter style. So that one, another anomaly. And then the 14th one is also an anomaly, which they, I don't know why general, it's generally accepted that these are all lumped in together, mm -hmm. but I don't, I don't. Because it's this phenomena of feet appearing. Well, the thing is, is that there have been some feet appearing like, um, on the East coast in, in Florida, things like that. They're not lumped in with this case. Mm -hmm. It's just on the West coast, but this one was found on September 16th, 2013 in San Francisco, California, which like, I just feel like if there is any connection between these feet, that foot is not connected. Yeah. Um, well, um, um, it could be, but so was this one on uh, the one that was found in 2013 in San Francisco? Was it also in a, uh, a running shoe? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then there's one more foot. Um, it was found in July of 2008, um, and identified by DNA testing to have belonged to a man who was suicidal and mm. there's been no further information released due to the family's request. Okay. So, so that one's, uh, you, you're presenting that one a little out of order mm-hmm. just because of the circumstance. Yeah. Okay. So now that, this... that you confuse me when you jump back in time. Oh, I, yeah. I got Sorry. it. I got it. So, okay. So let's, let's be very clear here. That one has been identified to a real person who people know. Uh-huh. The other ones that have been identified have not been identified to people, mm-hmm. just that they match each other. Yeah. They've just been mated together, but yeah. we don't know who so they we don't belong know who to. The human yeah. that they belong to. Okay. So now the, so, the, the, the July 2008 foot, that was found where? Also in the sea. In, yeah. the, in, the, Sally, in, in the Sally Sea. Yeah. Okay. And it was like, a, and, and presumably this guy jumped off a ship or jumped he off jumped a bridge? He jumped off a bridge. Okay. Yeah. Was what the kind of theory was. He was known to be suicidal. Out of respect, he had his history and he lived near one of the bridges. Yeah. Really in the area really so we could get to the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. There's a theory floating around. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bad. 
terrible people. Oh, this is a bad one for that. There's a theory floating around that these feet may belong to... Um, th there's a lot of theories floating around. One of them is that there's a serial murderer that has a foot fetish. What? Listen, yeah. okay. So I guess the theory is like, this is sound, kind of a little bit, that they... It's Dexter style, totally. Yeah. They kill these people. They take them out into the ocean. They cut off their feet and then drop everything into the ocean or to the sea mm -hmm. and their feet float away yeah. and the bodies sink. Yeah. And that's why they're all caught because this person has been active in this area area yeah. at this time. Yeah. Okay. Now, okay. Now if they, but, but this is easily provable because then the, the feet would have been severed by a bone saw, presumably. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So but that would be evident. Mm -hmm. I think. Well, but correct me if I'm wrong and I don't know if you're going to go into the, the, decomposition process mm -hmm. that is yep. happening. I totally am. Because that, I think, is where that part, we lose that piece of the puzzle. Well, no, I don't yeah. th I don't think the bone really decomposes the way flesh does in water. Though. Well, you're absolutely correct, and we'll get into this in just a minute. Okay. okay. All right. I think this theory is total bunk. Okay. Uh, serial Nobody, killer? Yeah. Serial killer, stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't explain. There's so many things it doesn't explain, especially one of the things it doesn't explain is that if there is a serial killer in this area and he's dumping a bunch of bodies, there would be so many people that missing. had been reported missing and they could have told, they've DNA tested all of these different shoes with the, or the, all the different feet that have the shoes on them. Yeah. And there would be they some would have bodies been able to match washing it. up on shore. Absolutely. And also if he had a foot fetish, wouldn't you think he'd keep the feet? I think than, so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was my other thing. Uh, yeah. well that would mean he'd keep them as a prize, not yeah. chuck them over last and mm -hmm. let yeah. them float free. Oh, uh, you know, I mean, on, on the other hand, maybe he had an anti foot fetish. He, he was, felt the feet were hideous and unclean. Horrible. So he chopped them off and kept the rest, rest of the corpse from, you know, his collection. Yeah. And then threw them on, in the sea. But yeah, it's all, it's not really it's credible. Yeah. yeah. So okay. let's talk about decomposition, as yeah. Steve was talking about. What happens as the body is decaying in water? We were just talking about how upsetting the term degloving was, right? Yeah. kind of gross. Recently, yeah. this is not as upsetting. But it's, it's still pretty gross. Still pretty gross. So what happens is it just begins, I mean, to decay. Right? Mm -hmm. You're in the water and your flesh and your muscles start to decay, but your bones don't really decay. Mm -hmm. So what happens is your body starts to break apart at the weak points. What mm -hmm. are your weak points? Joints. Joints. Yeah. What's one of the weakest of the joints? Your ankle. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's attached to a big floaty thing. Yes. And the weight of your body is dragging it under. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's the theory kind of where people are going with why we've been discovering these feet. We, huh, I'm one of the discoverers. Why these feet have kind of been discovered. Yeah, mm -hmm. they were attached to, like, because you notice, I mean... In, They're in, all athletic shoes. Which would float. Versus, most of them. Versus Oxfords, for example, wouldn't probably float. Right, most of yeah. them, you know, there's... Doc, the, Doc Martens probably right. wouldn't float. We've got the the barefoot... We've got a foot and a hiking shoe, and I don't know about you guys, but my hiking boots have never been particularly seeming buoyant, but no. maybe they yeah. are. They might be. They might be, um, but there could be like an air pocket stuff mm -hmm. in there. For yeah, there's, there's yeah, a possibility there. there. So that's kind of the theory as to why we're finding these things. And so they they float. Okay. They float. And they yeah. float. Yeah. On top of that, you've got the fact that it's estimated that a body... Uh, will pretty much stay intact for about three years underwater. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, breaking it, off at the weak points. It won't look too hot. It won't look, it's not going to look good. Yeah. But it's not going to be crushed. 
it's still it's kind of identifiable. Sort of, kind of. Not only do bodies kind of resemble themselves for three years, but it's estimated that a foot could float as far as 1,000 miles in the sea. And the well, thing is... If you, I would if think you, that it could go a lot further than it, that. Potentially, but if you think about it, a foot that is encased in a sock in a shoe mm-hmm. it, normally if it was exposed let's no shoe no sock it's going to start breaking down and all those little bones are going to work their way out and the mm-hmm. whole thing's going to shred apart Whereas when it's stuck inside of a container, for yeah, lack of a better term, it kind of holds it all in place. Gonna, for the most part, it's going to be relatively in original condition, other than the fact that it's waterlogged and or parts it's got bone and, and like some human flesh. Yeah, everything's still going to be mm-hmm. stuck in there because if you think about it, unless you're wearing those little athletics booty socks mm-hmm. that yeah, for running socks, those right. are what they are. Right. Socks tend to come up just a little bit above the ankle. So mm-hmm. as soon as what's above the ankle goes away, they close up. Yeah. And yeah. they hold everything in. They hold yeah. that freshness in. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Ew. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, so. Oh, we are so not getting just, our Nike sponsorship. We're not. We're no. just not. <laughs> That's Probably kind not. of why I brought the stories. I thought they would <laughs> oh, be. Got it. Got it. Anyways, I really like this theory as Which to why we're that? finding a lot of these now Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of ties into why it's important that we pay attention to the year that the shoes were manufactured Mm -hmm. and this theory is that these feet belong to victims of the 2004 asian tsunami Mm -hmm. yeah that's entirely possible Mm. so run that through for me so here's the way that that theory kind of works is none of these shoes were manufactured past 2004 uh, this is the ones that were found prior, all of the ones that were found up to about 2008, yeah, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Because after that, they kind of just started getting scattered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the ones that I think I would qualify as viable. The core group. The core group, yeah. Uh, they're not manufactured after 2004, and they're all shoes that are make and model that were... Sold in Asia. Sold primarily in Asia. Yeah. And... It would help explain the influx. Mm-hmm. Is if you think these bodies were all kind of washed out to sea at the same time, mm-hmm. they I've... kind of decompose at the same rate. Mm-hmm. So there's a high instance of you know they all got caught up in the same currents. currents. But this is against interesting. Something. Well, there's two things. Um, number one, I mean, did, did anybody run any DNA analysis on these things to find out if they were, say belong to Thai, mostly Thai people? I have no idea. Yeah, that'd be worth uh, finding out. Well, I don't know that they can find that specifically. I think when they run DNA analysis, they're looking for a match to put it against. Mm -hmm. I don't know that they're going to the lengths to figure out the ethnicity. But actually, have you guys ever heard of the North Pacific Drift? No. This rings a bell, but I can't think of what it is. Yeah, it's a a major current. Uh, There's a circular current that runs around the Pacific Basin. And so, like, it goes down the west coast of North America, and then turns, goes west across the ocean. And when it hits Asia, it turns and goes north, and then eventually turns and goes east again. And and, completes the circuit. And, yeah, and where it hits, and I can show you guys a picture of it, but where it hits the west coast of North America, Mm -hmm. it splits into two parts. One goes south, one goes north towards Alaska, and the other one goes south towards San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that spot is, well... Right about Vancouver Island, Puget Sound. Interesting. Yeah. I think it's 
That, that's really interesting, actually. I don't know why I didn't come up with that. <laughs> that seems like it would be like very helpful to this theory. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, no, but if, I'll, I'll show it to you after the after the I, show. I know. You, see that, but, uh, you know, I I really, I'm gonna be honest. If if I've got to put in my two cents yeah, as uh, what I think it is, I think that one of the few people that's been identified, the guy who uh, committed suicide, mm-hmm. presumably from having jumped from a bridge. Mm-hmm. What happens when a body hits water and dies is they initially sink. Mm-hmm. Well, they float for a little bit and then they, they sink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, right. that's why you, w- there's, uh, is it Tom Sawyer where they go floating down and they're firing the cannon because the concussion will shake the bodies loose? Because a body gets stuck in the muck that's on the bottom of a river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if there's a bridge in that area... Almost every major city has a major bridge that's notorious for people throwing themselves off of. Mm -hmm. So to me, it makes sense that it's probably a bunch of people in the area that at one point in a relatively small time frame threw themselves from uh, the bridge, hit the bottom, got stuck in the sediment and the muck. And then again, and then I go with the theory that the weak points are what break off. And this wasn't such a big deal because Mm -hmm. shoes are now, as Joe put it, puffier and puffier so they've got those bigger chunks on them that are floating foams that to me seems like the valid direct the valid theory on this i guess my problem with that is the lack of finding any other body parts ever you know so i think because in the the well when you dive you go in head first do you (laughs) i think you just kind of hurl yourself at the i'm kidding you know I think the reason the tsunami theory is my most valuable theory is because that's a long distance for something that doesn't float particularly well to travel. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you got the buoyant shoe on you, it makes way more sense that you would travel that far. Whereas if it's local bodies, you would think that more bodies would have been identified by identified. DNA. Yeah. Or, you know, the DNA testing or bodies flow you know showing up someplace else they do a lot of work in rivers like that it dredges a but lot of stuff there up. are a lot of people in major cities who nobody knows what happens to because they just disappear this is true, and That's let, true. i mean let's yeah. be honest if if i'm a street kid living in british columbia and i've got i decide that i've got nothing more and my family doesn't know where i am they're not going to submit my dna and that's going to be put into a giant bank they're going i i I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm to me, Occam's razor to me says that's the, the simplest answer, which would make the most sense to me. That's, no, that's, just, that's just me. I, you know, I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't really know that that's even the simplest answer though. I mean, the tsunami one fits just as well. Also the possibility is that, um, the North Pacific drift again, it's like uh, if, if a ship had sunk or, you know, whatever, with a lot of people. A freighter went down or something. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. like that. And all, you know, those, all those people wanted being in the water for months at a time. And, you know, eventually their stuff would be washed, you know, parts of their bodies would be washed right. ashore. I mean, there's all kinds of possibilities. There, yeah, there was a theory that uh, mm-hmm. there was a crash of a small airplane mm-hmm. that happened kind of outside of Vancouver in the Pacific Ocean. And yeah, you know, they said, oh, well, maybe right. this is the bodies. That. There's like four men who died in this thing. Maybe these were the feet that belonged to those men. But, yeah, you know, again, know. it seems like that's the sort of thing that you could kind of test for. Well, maybe, here's a th- Because here's... they would have been families that were actively pursuing that sort of thing. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's possible if you look at the currents, it's possible for somebody for a boat to go down. Somebody could like fall overboard from a sailboat uh, somewhere off the coast of California. Somebody who's wearing at least one Nike 
stylish Nike running shoe mm -hmm. on his feet, and eventually wind up on in, on the shores of British Columbia. I mean, mm -hmm. it could Just happen. The drift. It could happen all all over the Pacific. Yeah. Um, hmm. But I think it's what, possible. This, what this tells me most of all, though, is that uh, say if, if it was a tsunami or if it was just random chance, like like shipwrecks and things like that, there must be a hell of a lot of floating feet in the Pacific. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, right? Because because the thing about it is, is like mostly the currents are going to continue to carry your foot around and around and around for a while. It's not going to wash on shore. Mm -hmm. It's just it's more, probably more often than not, it's not going to it's going to bypass. Uh, British Columbia and the coast and whatever, and just drift on by. Right. So there's a lot of feet out there. Well, and that's, I think, again, why the tsunami makes so much sense to me is because that's a there's a lot Massive of bodies. Massive influx. Massive yeah. amount of bodies. Uh -huh. So for the, like, you know, 12 or whatever shoot. Exactly, a tiny percentage. It, that's of, like a tiny little percentage. Tiny percentage, I, yes. Know, yeah. A, an explanation other than that doesn't make as much sense to me, but mm -hmm. yeah. you know, I, I don't totally discredit Steve's theory either. That well, no, it's well, no, and, I, and I, I can see validity in it. Mm -hmm. It just I have a hard time seeing a foot in a shoe drift that far and still be intact. But that's, that's just fair. me. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, yeah, as far as bridge suicides, I don't know. Probably usually somebody witnesses it, and you know, they fish the body out and. Cut it away. And, not always. You know, but not always. But no. not always. That's not the, always, and, and that's but, the other reason I go there. Yeah. yeah. That's but, fair. Yeah. That's kind of all our theories. Mm. Wow, that was a short list. I well, know. Well, <laughs> I, I blame Richard the <laughs> Third. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, he's totally, man. totally guilty. You're right, it was him. Yeah. So I guess if you have theories of your own to add to our list... Um, or if you're missing a foot and you think one of these might be your foot. Yeah, if you can identify it. Yeah. Uh, you could um, send us an email at thinkingsidewayspodcast at gmail.com. You are probably listening to us on iTunes. Uh, if you are, uh, if you would take the time to give us a comment and a rating or just one or the other, that's super helpful. It helps other people kind of find us. Yeah, ratings are how that's shows how... go up the list, and that's how people find them. Yep, which, that's, you know. That's what we're looking for. Since you like us, we think you probably think other people should like us. So, you know, do it. You can also listen to us on our website, which is thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. There you can also leave us a comment if you would like. That's a great way to get in contact with us. Lots of people have been doing yes, that. Yes, absolutely. It's really great. So, we yeah, love so it. Give us show ideas or, you know. And theories and, and yeah. feedback. It's and It's great. been fantastic. Yeah, so definitely we try to get back to as many of those as we can. But Yeah, it's and, and I do want to say for anybody that put a comment up and we didn't reply to it, it's not because we didn't want to reply, but sometimes there's just so many that we're trying to get a hold of that things fall through the crack. Yeah. I've been trying to go back through the log of them to this find is, some, but it's, is, just, yeah. it's just difficult. That's why we need to hire an intern or yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Also, find us on Facebook. We're there. Give us a like. I don't know. It might be fun. Yeah. I don't really monitor. Do you do Facebook? Yeah. Oh. yeah I deal with so Facebook. So I guess there's stuff going I up on Facebook. I put stuff up on Facebook. I haven't looked at our Facebook. Yet. I'm oh. in charge of our other social media. <laughs> I guess, you know, I come to think of it, I haven't looked at Facebook for a while either. I guess yeah. I should. Yeah, I'm in charge of the other stuff. Yes. If you forget to download us for whatever reason, if you just want to stream us, Stitcher is a great way to do that. We are on there. 
You just search us, Thinking Sideways Podcast. Super easy. Stream us right from your phone or your iPad or... Any mobile device. Any mobile device, really. I'm partial to the Apple devices, but I understand not everybody is, so <laughs> fine. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for listening to this, what turned out to be super short show. But very punny. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Come on! After all of this, that. you give me those looks uh, for making that joke? You're right. Oh. I should have stopped with the first one. I'm sorry. I feel sorry. like this was like, thanks for tolerating us. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So long, everybody. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. the shoes on the other foot now, isn't it? <laughs> this from the guy who always puts his foot in his mouth. You guys, we have to stop. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. This thing was just gaining traction. Oh. How about how about like, yeah. you know, don't criticize a man until you've walked a mile in his, in his shoes? <laughs> <laughs> or, or until you floated a mile in his shoes, I guess? <laughs>